Here we go. We're on, we're on, we're on. Yay. Welcome to Dominion Sonship Live. Today we're doing Dominion Conversations with my buds. <laughs> we're back. The girls and my son, the qualified yeah. buddy, Boris yeah. Schneider. And um, actually we've been really excited and we've been really anticipating this moment for for a couple of weeks since the last week and uh, just carving out time, trusting the Lord for the right moment. And so tonight opened up and so we opened up and here we are. And um, Nick has been working on some content for us for tonight. Uh, this is all totally impromptu. And that's the most exciting thing because we have the Holy Spirit who is never impromptu. He's totally divine mind. Um, divine order all the time. So here we go. What's on your heart, guys? Oh, Mrs. Schneider. <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> well, I think the last couple of times that we've had conversations, yes. it's I'll be real here. It's definitely because I was, you know, studying the Bible and I was doing a better job of doing it consistently, which brought a lot more questions. Unfortunately, the past couple of weeks, I haven't been as consistent with it. However, I still yes. always do have general questions. Yes. So one question that I had, and it's not really about a specific uh, kind of is, yeah. fasting. Fasting. And I don't remember if I asked you this last time or not, but uh, I remember there's there's one verse, and I, I can't remember if it's in Matthew or Mark, but it's mm -hmm. um, Jesus casts out spirits. Mm -hmm. And he said, this can only be done by certain prayers of uh, prayer, prayer and fasting, right? Yes. What's, like, how do you... Like effectively fast. Like what's fasting right. Well, here? the purpose of fasting, I always go, we're always spirit-led. And the purpose of fasting is really a tuning in into the Holy Spirit. When you abstain from food, when when you're spirit-directed, the host will always lead you into um, fastings. We, we look at um, the Apostle Paul and he fasted. And um, we recognize as part of this new covenant that we have. And... In Matthew, uh, if we go to, let's say, Matthew 6, is it? Good question. Good question. New fasting is a tuning in. And so in, in, in Matthew 6, we have um, certain actions. So we have... In the beginning is take heed to what um, take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before man to be seen by man um, and so then he talks about that when we give the one hand not to know the other hand and that we do here in verse 4 um, verse 3 let's see but when you do a charitable deed do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing that your charitable deeds may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. So here we have about giving, and then we have the same model for prayer, that verse 7, when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think they'll uh, be heard by their many words. And also he says, when you pray, go into your secret place. Uh, actually, verse 6 is that, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So we have 
when you give and when you pray. And the third is when you fast. Verse 16, moreover, when you fast. So it's not like an option. Fasting isn't. No. Really? No. It's the same as giving, praying, and fasting whenever. So here's 16. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with sad countenances, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. So we never do anything to the Lord uh, for an external accolade. We never do anything for the Lord um, mindful of someone to see us. So everything that we do, we do in our secret place. Because when it's done publicly, the end of that verse, surely I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, you see when you fast, right? Anoint your head and wash your face that you do not appear to man to be fasting but to your father who is in the secret place and your father who's in the secret place will reward you openly. So for me, fasting is really a lifestyle of committing my life to God. And so fasting is not to move the hand of God. Fasting is not to make God do something special for me, but fasting is really me aligning myself with the will of God. In regard to the verse that you brought about um, that this one doesn't go out by prayer and fasting, the issue that really Jesus was addressing there was doubt and unbelief. The doubt and unbelief that was in the disciples, the doubt and belief that was in the Father's heart, the doubt and belief that is in our own hearts, that when we pray and fast, we are actually consecrating our lives to the Lord. And the Holy Spirit is given a lot more liberty. Mm. We are really uncluttering our lives so right. that we be believing. So you don't like deny our own time for things and give it to the Lord. That's right. And like right. he takes care of that kind of That's story. right. And so the reward always comes from God. And so we don't have to trumpet. We don't have to do a major announcement of fasting today. And um, now within a family context, obviously your family might see you not eating. And so, uh, you know, whenever I've done that, I've usually notified my family members I'm fasting today or... Um, but it's always because I have an inclination from the Holy Spirit of a drawing nearer to the Father. It's a tuning in to hear whisper. Right, that's your thing. So it's like, like prayer. What are some ways that I guess someone would like fast? I guess it would be different for everyone. Well, I mean, Maybe usually I, I get instructions from the Lord as to what abstain. I mean, it doesn't have to be something like no food, no, no water. Uh, for 40 days or um, I mean there's you know we hear Daniel fast there's there's many, many different fasts you know I've heard people fasting coffee um, whatever it is that will be something of a sort of a sacrifice right when you are purposeful at that moment that you're laying it down and at that moment you're picking up your life placing before the Lord. And so there will usually be and always is in a time of fasting, more prayer, more time in the Word. And it's amazing that when you're in a fast, the crispness of the hearing. And oftentimes, you know, if it's like, let's say a three-day fast, the first day can be quite challenging because you are really pressing against your flesh. Your flesh has been denied something. And so there's almost like a rebellion going on in your flesh. Like, I don't like this. And so you're quieting that outer man down. And then you kind of enter into a place of just, this is what I believe the Lord has called me to do. And you start tuning in. And, 
And especially after a fast, things really um, um, start picking up. You recognize that, wow, I see the purpose of it now. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that out. <laughs> Get better at it, right? That's right. Yeah, I just have a like, quick thing to kind of mention or add to that is like, you know, the Bible says specifically that we're to cut away these earthly things that hold us back and right. press on to that, you know, that higher calling. I, it's almost like a, like a hot air balloon with the sandbags all around it. And it's like, you know, you can only get so high when you have that one attachment. And it's like, you know, if you drop the sandbag, that is kind of like setting that one part of your week aside or however long you decide. And that right there kind of allows room for, for God to enter your life instead of whatever that earthly thing is. And then you just kind of go to the next level, next level, next level. Mm -hmm. That's all a combination of prayer, giving, mm -hmm. and just yeah. your whole Christian lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I think just kind of cutting those things off so that you're really not any more attached to this world. Yeah. You just kind of can keep going. Yeah, on. like media. I've heard friends fasting media, yeah. social media. Um, whatever I find, whatever it is I perceive has me or has my attention captivated. Um, and it's beginning to drive me, it's beginning to kind of communicate to me, um, wanting my attention. At that moment, I'm recognizing this is a festival matter. Right. Um, and then I wait for the Lord, and there is a great strengthening in a fast by the Holy Spirit to walk through that fast. Mm -hmm. It's a great benefit to your spirit, man. Yeah. It's um, a debt to your outer man, but a benefit to your spirit, man. And that's really what it's about. Same thing as as prayer, same thing as reading the word and giving as well. It's a virtue spirit, man, because you're denying something that your flesh wants to do that's always a hindrance to your spirit, man. Right. Deny the flesh. Deny the flesh. Right. Try to reckon it dead. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that was just one of the things that was on my mind. Yeah. Um, well, before I say anything else for us, did you have anything that's on your mind? Yeah, I can kind of dive into it. Um, just kind of, I think we're kind of living in a time that we need to find our source of hope right. and to really get grounded in that instead of the negativity. And I was just reading through Romans 15 there um, earlier. Mm. And uh, it's just really good how, you know, Paul is is speaking to the Jews and uh, or to the Christians at that time. And, in verse um, in verse 13, so 15, verse 13, yeah. he says, I pray that God, the source of hope, mm. will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust him. Yeah. There, end of conversation, mm. right? I mean, we're living in a time that, I mean, there's so many different sources, but God's the source of hope. And if and the simple qualification is that we trust in him. And I think that's so key right now. Mm. And something that really stood out to me is like this whole name of COVID, like the, the disease kind of going around. You know, at the end of the day, it's just a name. And I know I've said this before, but Jesus is also a name. And right now the whole world, I mean, it's spread across the entire world, just this name. And to the same magnitude, the name of Jesus can be spread to the nations. That's right. And later on in verse 15, Paul says... Um, in verse 20, it says, My ambition has always been to preach the good news mm. wherever the name of Christ has been has never been heard. Wow. You know, so the same impact that this earthly name has 
how much more so can a heavenly man that possesses so much power, so much hope for this world in such a time of need? That's right. You know, I just kind of found that something to be kind of really pushed me through this week kind of thing. You know, it's always, that's, right. that's kind of what I've been focusing on lately. Mm-hmm. It's just that, that source. Yeah, the New King James of that verse 13 is, Thou made the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So it's God within us that fills us with joy and peace in believing. And so it's it's going back to you know the fasted lifestyle. It's I said it's for the purpose of believing. And so what it means is unbelieving then equals no joy, equals no peace. But when God fills us by the power of the Holy Spirit here. He could, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's key is that the Holy Spirit now lives in us and he's the source of joy. He's the source of peace and he's the source of confidence in this hour so that we'll not be shaken. So that we'll be firm and secure in that which we believe. So that we can in turn preach the gospel. Now, this actually goes like really well. I didn't yeah. think about it. This goes really well fasting because fasting is cutting off earthly sources right. to allow a heavenly source. Woo. And God is the heavenly source of joy, peace, you know, hope, all of that. And we're living in a time where we really need to cut off all that negativity yeah. and refocus on what it means, like what our source as a Christian is, and now to spread his name. That's right. I saw something else. Back to verse 13. That God of hope fill you. Which means we as human vessels are fillable. We are fillable. So if we're fillable, we are spillable. (laughs) 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 Write that down. down. (laughs) And And so what that means is that Right now, there is such an intensity on the outer man that is producing almost like a crushing. But the power of God within us is pushing out and ever filling us that we be overflowing. And so the key to a believer is to be ever filled. Together with if we're fillable and if God's not filling us up, who's filling us up? If we are vessels to be filled up, that means that there, there is always a source to fill us. And so it's amazing. The world is waiting to fill you up. Open up your mouth. Let me push some fear in there. Open up your mouth. Let me push some doubt in there. That's the fastest lifestyle. I will not open up my mouth. God feeds me. God feeds me. And that's why I love that. That the God of hope fills you. We are fillable. And so it's a daily filling up. It's a daily filling up. You guys heard that today here first. (laughs) Don't forget that. If you are fillable, you are spillable. That is some good. I need a pen. um, It's recorded. The other thing is. it's recorded. It's recorded. The way to be filled with the Holy Spirit daily. Yeah. Ever felt? Go ahead, Morris. Well, yeah, I think it's just so key. I mean, we we always are taking stuff in, but we never really sit down and think like, man, what am I taking in? And the more I think about this, the more it relates to fasting. Yeah. Which honestly, personally, is not a big topic that I usually think about. 
But most people, I think, you know, when they, when they just kind of set their time aside to the Lord, I mean, and you really start to assess and break down what your life consists of, mm-hmm. you know, what's playing on the TV every single second, or like, what's, what am I listening to on every single drive mm-hmm. to work and back? I mean, at a, every single point in your life, you're vulnerable and you're, you're taking information in. That's what we as humans are designed to do. And we have a limit of what we can kind of take in. So if, if we're filling that, that space with the worldly negativity, I mean, we're not really allowing ourselves to act in the full magnitude that God wants us to live in our life. And essentially, it's just kind of like fasting, clear life, all, all the junk, get all that out of there. Yeah. Just to make some room. Make room. Make room. That's good stuff. Make room yeah. for the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah. It would not be drunk with wine, but it would be filled with the Spirit of the Lord. And how how we spill. How how we filled with the spirit of the Lord by giving thanks, by giving thanks, by taking the word in, by me- the meditation of our heart being always inclined um, to the Lord, and by really not receiving the discouragement from the outside, but ever being encouraged by the power of the Holy Ghost within. Right. It's actually true. I don't have enough emphasis to put on like the private time that you spend with the Lord. Mm. You know, more just the public time. Mm-hmm. Like a church and stuff, small groups. You know, right. It's just as or more important to spend that private time with mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. That's a good reminder. Well, from a private moment, these waters flow, right? So it goes with Jesus, the Samaritan woman. If you drink from, from me, from these living waters, out of me will flow with living waters. And so what that's telling me, it's an inside-out work. So it's 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 from the inside out, it's from my private moment outward. So it's never from the outside in, it's always from, from my heart outward. And so without your private moments of the abiding in the word and, and hearing the voice of God, it will be uh, pretty chaotic to try to navigate an outside moment. You will burn up <laughs> real fast. You will not be able to last too long because flesh is very fickle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Job us. <laughs> you guys are great. Um. Anything else you had? Pretty much. So. Well, you go ahead. And... Seven churches. Seven churches. Yeah, I don't know that's for the seven churches. Seven churches. In Revelation. Yeah. Seven churches in Revelation is. It's kind of like I don't know. It's not. It's kind of confusing. Like. What he says about them makes sense, but I just don't see that. Revelation is a confusing book. Well, no, I, I the Holy uh, Spirit, there's no, no, there's a, actually, the word says there's a blessing in reading the, the, the book of Revelation, but there's a special blessing in, in actually just reading it. Um, if you go to Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near how very appropriate i mean without going to details into each church i've always seen these seven different churches really represent the state and body of christ right now you think that's it represented always yes i believe it's the state of the body of christ especially right now so you have the lukewarm you have um the one that works the works uh, you just can go through them all and the bottom line is 
I really believe the Lord is calling us back to our first love, the first love of the Word of God, the first love of the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And without the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will not be hot for God. Right. And so that is really the burning zeal and passion of our lives. It's really the engine of the Holy Spirit within us that would navigate us in this last hour because he says the time is near. There's really no more near than it has been now. Um, and so we're very mindful of the hour that we're living in and yet great confidence that that first love is burning passionately in us towards the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's not just an emotional experience. It's a true conviction of heart that he is Lord, that he is the master, that he's trustworthy, that he is faithful, that he is God, eternal, immortal, forever, and that he's decreased stand no matter what it seems from here to there. And though there might be an outward afflictions, they're working far greater weight of glory for us because we are in the body of Christ. And so the persuasion from having this burning passion of first love is really a great assurance because when I know I am loved, I'm secure. And so when we go back to our first love, it's not just going back to the love that we have for the Father. It's going back to the love of God. And, the, and our hearts respond to the love of God and they become ablaze with the love of God for the Father and also for his people, for humanity. And so I think it's from this place of the passion of, of the love of God that we are most effective in the kingdom of God. And really that is how we're kept, that we're kept by the power of God and that is actually that's my minutes this morning. I made a dominion minute kept by the love of God, that the love of God keeps us in. The revelation of the love of God is always what is highly persecuted in the world, but it's really what's keeping us in this hour. Right. Hmm. All right. I like it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think even to add to that, I mean, we it's called the seven churches, but each one even reflects our own Christian lifestyle. Right. Um, each one that you can kind of you can dive in for yourself and kind of read what each church had going for them and what each church had going against them. And I think this was really each church, I think the one similarity was they were all in a comfort zone of a sort. They all were, you know, they all had their routines. They all were kind of doing what they did best. And they thought they were kind of, you know, always progressing. But at the end of the day, um, what happened is Jesus is saying, no, like you have some of these things going right, but you always need to keep reassessing yourself. And I think as the end of the day comes and even the life we're living right now, we're, we have to be constantly reassessing our own Christian lifestyle. And again, I mean, it brings back to fasting, cutting out all that stuff that's not going right for us. You know, you're never to see yourself as, oh, I've been a Christian for 10 years. I'm, uh, I'm going to heaven. Uh, yeah. Cut it, right? Yeah. I think you're always have to reassess your own lifestyle and keep making sure that you're you're lining up for uh, for that straight and narrow road to heaven. Yeah. Well, that right here, I'm looking at the church of Theratyra, a very corrupt church. And at the very end, you know, he says, hold fast. But hold fast. This is a uh, book of Revelation chapter 2, 25. But hold fast what you have, that which has been entrusted to you. The, the doctrine that we've been passed down, yeah. the word of truth, hold fast to it till I come. And he who overcomes, because he who's born of God overcomes the world. What overcomes the world? Even our faith. Faith comes by the hearing of the word. So when you're holding on, when, when your heart is holding on to the word of God, you are overcoming. 
And so it's, he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I'll give power over nations. Yeah, I think the key word is till the end. To the very end. To the very end. Like to not very not end. to let sin ever slip in and corrupt your your long history of good. Yeah. You know, to, that's really the main yeah. idea here is, is Jesus saying, you know, till the end. It wasn't, you know, let's say the nine years, but then the last year you slipped off, but it's okay because the first nine years were okay. Right. You know, at the very end, never be content with sin entering your life that's right. or entering the lives lives around you. And that's the Always be fervent for Christianity. Fervent. Well, yeah, because that word there, Nick is also after for profitable employment. You heard it right here. They're trying to call me right now. They are trying to call me. Also after. Um, you know, here in, in verse 25, if we go back, hold fast. Hold fast, that's a Greek word I have noted here. It's, it's 2902. But that same word here is referring to Jesus in, in chapter 2, verse 1, to the angel of the church of Ephesus, write, These things I this these things says he who holds, that word is the same. He who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of seven golden lampstands, I know your works and your labor, your patience. It's Jesus in the matter that Jesus holds on. Now he lives in me and I'm allowing him to hold on to the truth because I have his faith within me. The faith of the Son of God lives in me. And so through faith, I'm holding on to truth and not letting go. In the same manner as he's holding his churches, he's not letting go of his churches. I'm laying hold of truth and not letting, letting go of the truth of the word of God. And that's the safety in this hour. The safety in this hour is if we go to, actually, I just um, did a little recording. I forget which. I think it was the Dominion Talks I just did. Paul writing to Timothy in chapter 3 about um, in this last hour, it's perilous times. Um, and he just lists off many, many, many characteristics of what it looks, looks like um, to be living amongst um, people in this last hour that many will be lovers of money, lovers of themselves. And But in verse... 10 in chapter 3 verse 10 second timothy says but you have carefully followed my doctrine manner of life purpose faith long suffering love perseverance persecutions afflictions which happened to me at antioch iconium lystra what persecutions i endured and out of them all the lord delivered me yes and all who desire to live godly in christ jesus will suffer persecutions and thereafter, he brings them back to the focus of the Word of God, back to the Holy Scriptures that, they, that, that, Paul, uh, that Timothy knew from childhood, bring him back to having a strong faith because he says the Word of God is inspired by God, but not its Holy Spirit breathed, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. And so that's what we're holding on. We're holding on to truth. We're holding on to truth because... There's great deception. And that's really the overcomer's walk. And I think going back to the fasted lifestyle, when we make a choice to cut this off and to give the word of God a greater preeminence, it's a strengthening to our spirit man so that our hold on the word is stronger and firmer. Right. All yeah. ties in. All ties in. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was, what you have? 
Yeah, no, I mean, just to really add and somewhat summarize, the main things with these churches is they all grew cold um, while still doing the works. So on the outside, looking in, it looked the exact same from the first day, but in their hearts, it, they weren't doing it out of that first love that you were saying, they're doing it just kind of more out of tradition. Like, I mean, the church in Ephesus, it says, but I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. And then for the church in of Pergamum, it says, but I have these few complaints against you. You tolerate some people who are, you know, doing false teaching. Yeah. I think, you know, it's really talking about, you know, the toleration and the complacency that we now have as Christians. I mean, you can kind of see in the whole North American church, you know, once you get to a, a state of, of comfort, you know, you, you're kind of like, oh, you know, we're doing great. You know, we have great numbers and this and that. And, and all at face value, that's all excellent things. But you, you lost what you first started. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really the, the lessons we learned on a personal level out of these seven churches. Obviously, you can kind of dive into each mm -hmm. one, see which one reflects you more personally, see what you need to adjust. Mm -hmm. But uh, I really think that's kind of mm -hmm. why we see this. Because, um, I mean, as times continue to grow darker times will start to look more like this book and ultimately the bible is our guide so if, as times start to look like the bible what do we do we go to the bible and fix what the bible says mm -hmm. to fix that's right there's a constant alignment there is a constant yeah. alignment and that's why we have the holy spirit within us that we don't just go on cruise control there's a constant that private time going back to the private time when you pray do it in your secret place do it in your closet and and your Heavenly Father sees what you do in private, He will reward you publicly. And I believe that that is really, I think, the take away from today uh, conversation is this commitment to have a zeal for the Lord, that His Holy Spirit um, breathe and, and um, inspired that of myself, I can't drum up excitement for God, but the Holy Spirit in me. God ever so filling me up that I have joy, that I have peace in believing and be found strong to the very end. And so fasting, praying, giving, all of that is something that is bringing us back to the state of our hearts. Back to the state of my heart before God. And that's really the issue that, 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 that God speaks um regarding the Israel, Israel of old, right? Um, that their hearts were callous, that their hearts grew cold, that their hearts were hardened and they became unbelieving. And so through the function of the word and the Holy Spirit, we'll be ever forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, what it comes down to is Christianity is a battle. It's a battle that's already won, but it's a battle. And we need to keep that mindset. If you're not going forward, you're going backwards. You know, full send or get sent. Say that again? Full send or get sent. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so it's just, it's just how it is. Yeah, onward Christian soldier. That's the theme. It's onward Christian yeah. soldier. You know what's neat? Actually, I, I was going to, with opening up, I was going to read it and it came to me. The context of what we do here in, uh, in Malachi chapter 3, you know, in the midst of a people here, Malachi is writing, they really are seeing it. Um, they're saying, what's the point of serving God? What's the point of serving God? What's the point of 
giving to God? Um, what's the point of um, being faithful to God? Because it seems like the unjust are prospering more than the just. And so the Lord, of course, addresses that. Um, but here in, in chapter 316, Malachi writes, Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, divine conversations. Um, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels, and I'll spare them as a man spares his own son. I think of in John 10 that Jesus says that the Father and I are one and that no one can take it out of the hand of God. That God is sparing us, God is preserving our lives. Um, as a man spares his own son who serves him, then you shall again discern. I love it because this is what we're coming into the hour to discern between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve God. And so you know what? There's a great reward in serving God today. There's a great reward in being on the side of the righteous, being washed by the blood. Recognize that my justification is based on a finished work. There's a great reward in believing that which is done for us and that we are the right, the righteous and the just and that we have been placed right now on earth for great triumph, for great dominion. Work for great explosive expression of the Holy Spirit for great uh, excitement and thrill because the kingdom of heaven is moving through us. And that's 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 what we're about. We're about lifting up His name. Yeah, dominion conversations. Dominion conversations. For Schneider and Essie Schneider, thank you for joining us today. Be blessed. That is awesome.